So this call is all about surface detoxes. Surface detoxes are a fantastic way to pull even more garbage from our bodies. I have heard many people say that they argue it is not even possible to live a completely healthy lifestyle without periodic, uh, they usually say detox baths, but not everybody has access to a bathtub. So whatever version of a surface detox you're able to do. Foot baths are super effective. Just like we apply oils to our feet, we can also pull junk out through our feet. So foot baths are effective if you don't have access to a full-on bath. I am so stoked that we live in a house for the first time in my life with a tub that I can literally put my entire body in, except, well, I guess I could put my head in the water too if I wanted to, but I can put my entire body in, which I've never had before. I don't imagine that most houses, like I've never lived in a house that had a bath like that. So it's fantastic. All the things you can do though. So the first detox I wanted to talk about was a tooth detox. <laughs> And I know that probably sounds kind of weird, but there's two things that I want to talk about here. And well, three, actually, there's probably multiple other things that not probably, there definitely are multiple other things you can do, but I'm just going to list at least three right off the bat. One is brushing your teeth. So, um, there is actually a book. I wish I could find the title. Uh, one of the girls who owned a yoga studio was a part of our team. Um, she had this book. It was literally about this 10 minute teeth brushing protocol to do morning and PM. It was quite intense. It was very intense actually. And it involved, you know, a homemade essential oil toothpaste and stuff like that. I don't have that. And I also don't know that I would invest 10 minutes in brushing my teeth every morning, but um, you can actually do a surface detox on your teeth using orange essential oil. So just keep a bottle of orange oil in your bathroom. You can put a drop on your toothbrush or mix it, just open your toothpaste and mix it in. Just be forewarned, it makes your toothpaste really liquidy, like it just comes right out. Or you could, if you are making your own toothpaste, make it in a jar and add the orange oil to it, kind of whatever you want to do. But orange does help to pull things out of our teeth. That's why people use it for whitening. I don't know if other citrus oils do this. I only know that orange is the most popular known for that. So I couldn't tell you if other oils do. Young Living has an Aroma Bright toothpaste, which is actually a new surface detox that they came out with. It has these specialized shaped little soft polishing balls in them. I don't know what they're called, but, um, they are not, Sabrina, they are not abrasive to your teeth. Like most teeth whitening tooth, tooth paste are, but they actually polish the surface of your tooth. So people see great results with that. And you can add orange essential oil to that super, super cheap. Uh, you could get a vitality or regular it seems like either one of them work perfectly. Remember Vitality Orange and Regular Orange are the only instance I know of where they use two different cultivars of a plant for the Vitality versus the other one. And I actually say this like every week that I want to message product support and ask why, but I don't actually know why Gary Young made that choice to use two different ones. But I haven't heard anybody say that it matters which one you use, so probably any orange would work. The reason why I don't want to use teeth whitening strips for surface detox and whitening teeth is because 
those are actually super dangerous for your teeth. They make your teeth extremely porous. So they open up the pores in your teeth in order to pull things out and they leave your teeth dangerous and exposed for some time. That's why people's teeth are so sensitive right after using strips and why you can't drink tea or coffee or anything with colors in it because your pores are now wide open and they will soak up all that color, make your teeth even worse off than you were before. Of course, they have tons of chemicals in them. So brushing your teeth also, you could use charcoal, um, coconut, charcoal. I don't know if any of you guys have, you can get on Amazon, but it's a charcoal from the inside of a coconut. It's fantastic. You could use, as far as I know, really any, I suppose, edible grade. I'm not, don't think you could use this stuff out of your barbecue, but um, any great charcoal would work for brushing your teeth. You can um, just get your toothbrush wet and put some charcoal on it, or you can mix charcoal, coconut oil, um, clove and orange together. It makes a great little toothbrushing paste, just kind of make it paste in a little four ounce jar. I talked to our dentist in Virginia Beach, who's really natural, has Aria diffusers in his office. Um, after you have your dental exam, they give you a warm washcloth with lavender essential oil on it to like press on your face and you have massaging dental chairs and everything. And that's why I would move back to Virginia. But he said, don't use charcoal more than once a week or maybe a couple times a month because it is kind of abrasive on your teeth and gums. And he said, you just don't want to use it too much. <laughs> oh, Charmin, your husband's here. <laughs> um, Sabrina said, Dr. Book said it has hydroxyapatite a mineral that matches tooth enamel, the tiny things in the toothpaste that scrub are rounded silica pieces. And they said other companies don't have rounded ones. Thank you, Sabrina, for coming at us with the facts. That's why we have an Enneagram 6 on the phone today. Um, Charmin, I'm so excited for Perry to be here and check out the lights. Uh, Perry's a contractor, and so he's going to come look at the lights in our living room and see if, you know, if you've been to our house, you know that, you know, I guess we're all blue light fixed because you can't see in our living room after dark. <laughs> Sabrina, I watched him talk about it. I happened to have the notebook handy. Of course you did. <laughs> so you're my queen. So um, brushing your teeth with charcoal, you know, maybe as much as four times a month. I don't want to say you have to do it too often. And just be aware that if you are brushing, you're making like coconut oil toothpaste, do not spit it out in your sink <laughs> or your husband will be calling me <laughs> angry. <laughs> okay. Cause charcoal, um, it's melted in your mouth, but then it hardens back up in the drain. So spit it in the trash can. <laughs> also. So then the next thing is gargling, uh, thieves mouthwash has a lot of oils in it, obviously all the thieves oils and has colloidal silver. So when people say they have a sore throat, what do you do? I say, well, I gargle the thieves mouthwash because it's got the colloidal silver in it. You can use the thieves mouthwash. There's a recipe in infused oilers for making like a diluted version of the thieves mouthwash to stretch it longer. It's really up to you. It's so strong. You literally use one teaspoon. So if you did want to gargle it, you would need to put it in some water because I really don't know how you'd gargle a teaspoon. I don't think it would work, but you could put it in some warm water or add some Himalayan salt if you wanted to make a great gargle for that, for just cleaning out your throat. And then last but not least, oil pulling, which is, um, so what my sister did for oil pulling was she had one of those little silicone molds from Ikea or whatever, Amazon, wherever you can get them, but she got them from Ikea and she mixed coconut oil and 
you should do clove, but you could do clove, you could do um, thyme might be really spicy. Um, you could do clover thieves probably be the top, uh, maybe peppermint. And then she made little coconut oil molds. Oh, orange. Yeah, great call, Serena. She made little molds and then just kept them I mean, this wouldn't work in Georgia in the summer, but you'd probably have to keep them in the fridge there. But then she just took one and like let it melt in her mouth and swished it around. Spit it in the trash can. Do not spit it in the sink. And if you want to look up more on oil, oil pulling, you can look, just Google oil pulling. Um, I don't know that I could give you any studies on it, but I definitely hear a lot of dental hygienists say that the patients who do oil pulling um, don't have as much of the dental problems. And I've also heard a lot of people, I've seen people in the gold mingle group talk about it too, that they were going to need, you know, dental work. And then they started oil pulling and then they came back and like, you don't need dental work. So, I mean, it's worth giving it a shot. Okay. So that's surface detoxes for the mouth. Okay. Armpit detox. This is probably the one everyone wants to know about. Armpit detox is so important because most of us, and me definitely included, we all came from using just whatever deodorant you buy at the store, which I always just would walk around and smell things like, ooh, you know, cucumber linen, that sounds great, or whatever. And there's a lot of really bad ingredients in deodorant, and deodorant is being pointed to for lots of health problems. One huge problem is antiperspirants. You will never find Young Living selling an antiperspirant because that's not a good thing. You actually want to perspire. What you don't want to do is smell and the smell just comes from bacteria that um, colonize in your armpits, literally inside your skin. And of course, you know, you all know you can smell bacteria. So what people do is they switch over to using a natural deodorant and they go, oh, this crap doesn't work. Number one, I'm sweating. <laughs> Weird, you're supposed to. And number two, um, I stink all the time. Well, part of the problem is that we come from using these deodorants that just back us up with all kinds of crap. So usually what people need to do is start with a detox for their pits before transitioning into using natural deodorant or just not using deodorant. Like Gary literally never wears deodorant. So some people don't wear it. And if you've detoxed your pits, you might not need to. So, um, what you can do is make this paste and you'll, so it, the, the recipe is one tablespoon of bentonite clay, one tablespoon of raw apple cider vinegar, one to two teaspoons of water to kind of make it liquidy. And then a couple drops of purification or lemongrass would probably be my top pick. You might want to use like a tiny bit of thyme, but just know how thyme is such a hot oil. It's great for this purpose. It's not going to throw your... No, I don't want you on the screen. Um, it's not going to throw off your natural flora that you want underneath your armpit. That's a huge problem is... Um, deodorants killing off the healthy flora that you need, but time, time purification lemongrass will not do that. So use one of those, just be remembering that time is a very hot oil. And so maybe make a bigger batch if you're going to use a full drop of time oil. And then you would put this paste in your armpits and let it sit for five to 20 minutes, probably starting at the lower time range and then slowly working your way up to longer. And you might want to do this 
daily for a while before you transition to using a natural deodorant. Some people will go straight into using like a homemade baking soda deodorant or something like that. And they go, wow, my entire armpits are breaking out. This is so terrible. I have huge rashes. I can't put my arms down. And you know, natural is not the way for me. I just need to go back to the toxic stuff. Well, it's not that it's just your body is in full blown toxic explosion. Your skin does 70% of your detoxifying so your skin is where everything's going to come out and your skin is often where we get the first screaming cries for help from our body. So of course that's going to happen. Becky said lemongrass can cause breakout, especially if fresh shaven. That's so, so true. Um, in fact, I would say lots of purifying oils can. So, um, don't do this before you shave. <laughs> I would not do a bentonite clay apple cider vinegar right right after shave. I mean, after you shaved. I wouldn't do it right after. I'll do it before. Or just don't shave. <laughs> it's like you don't have to shave. Um, mom says use Life9. Yes, Life9 is Young Living's probiotic supplement and there is not a person or animal that should not be trying to heal our gut from the ravages of the world. So um, that is your armpit detox. <clears throat> there are different ones. There are sprays you can do. Uh, you can do like a little apple cider vinegar spray in your armpits. I know that Jamie Nato just kept a jar literally of apple cider vinegar in her bathroom and used cotton rounds to put in her armpits. She doesn't use any deodorant at all. If a deodorant does not work for you or you just don't like it, like don't, don't sweat it. <laughs> like it might just not be for you. For some people it is, for some people it isn't. Just find what works with your body and don't think you have to fit a specific mold or pattern. Everybody does. No, like we all have different chemistry and, you know, just do what works for you. And come on, apple cider vinegar on a cotton round, that's pretty cheap. So they want to hear no complaining that we can't afford it. <laughs> that's like way cheaper than even the cheapest deodorant I can think of. Okay, so next I want to talk, actually the last, I'm going to do Baz last because that's like my favorite. Um, Sabrina, teaspoon, bentonite clay, teaspoon, apple cider vinegar, um, oils of choice, um, one to two teaspoons of water, however much you need to make it paste-ish, if you need it, if you need it. You got it. Thank you, Sabrina. Okay, so scalp detox. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, scalp detox is literally almost the exact same ingredients. So I'm actually going to switch over to my screen where I have it typed because I'm not even gonna try to remember it. So um, this recipe comes from the Healthy Home Economist, which is a blog that I followed for a long time, will still follow. I don't read blogs much these days. I wonder if she has a podcast, that'd be really cool. But she kind of got me in, like she's the one who got me starting lacto-fermenting salsa and ketchup and all the things. She's where I learned how to make sauerkraut and kombucha. Um, she was kind of like my introduction to all things, both blogging, I never heard of blog roundups, I learned how to do those. She was my introduction to Pinterest. She's kind of like my home girl for the natural things. I actually have not been on her blog in a long time um, because once I started using you know, Young Living, I really just kind of did a deep dive dive into that and, you know, really got a lot of my questions answered through there. So I don't even know if she uses Young Living or like what her stance is, but I will say her recipes are bomb. All her food recipes are so good. Her dad was a doctor who was you know, like from very old school traditions where he believed children should be allowed to sweat their fevers out and all these things. And so she talks about his pediatric practice and her experience growing up with that. It's just so fascinating. Um, she's of course very controversial because she talks about health, which is like 
literally as hot of a topic um, for controversy as politics is. So I don't even know. I feel like you can get away with talking about religion better than you can talk about like gut health <laughs> without people jumping on your throat and trying to kill you. Okay. So the, so she says your natural self is more attractive than something chemically or artificially creative created. And I agree with this 100%. Let me tell you guys, if somebody says that they cannot afford a natural lifestyle and I will tell them then that's totally BS because I will tell you also that for an entire year, I used nothing on my hair, not a no kombucha, not baking soda, nothing but water for an entire year. I had really soft, long, curly beach highlighted hair. And like, I went to my sister's wedding and got so many comments about how amazing my hair looked and everything. And that was after almost 12 months of not using a single thing on my hair. So let me tell you that if you detox your body from the chemicals, you can get away with using less. Now I do, <laughs> I do use the Young Living shampoo and conditioner now because I, it's probably conditioning, no pun intended, but I just really missed putting something in my hair. <laughs> I don't know, but all that to say, you can get away with nothing. Okay. And Yes, <laughs> you're going to have some greasy weeks. It can take as much as six months to detox root out, which is like, <laughs> yay, but it can totally happen. So um, she says, how long should this take? How, depending on how much you have processed your hair in the past, it could take anywhere from three to six months to completely restore your hair's natural beauty. And she says, use a baking soda, apple cider vinegar, bentonite clay and raw honey. I'm actually going to post the link to this in the chat also. Um, Sabrina, you know what? Yeah. Bentonite clay. It's like a powdered clay, like dry. Um, Sabrina, you know what you would be so good at is like those people who manage podcasts and stuff like that. And someone's like, Oh, I didn't ask the producer to like put the link in the profile or whatever. And you'd be like, already done. Like, <laughs> That's I always funny. said my dream job was to be somebody's personal assistant. <laughs> that is hilarious because I feel like you just totally kill at it. Um, me as somebody's personal assistant, somebody would kill me. <laughs> That's what would happen. So the, <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Ask the person that I stood up on a date this morning. Okay. Okay. So she says, mix one tablespoon of baking soda with one cup of filtered water in a bowl. Mix one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar with one cup of filtered water in a second bowl. And then in the shower, you're going to work the baking soda mixture through your hair. That's step one, rinse with cool water. Then you're going to follow with the apple cider vinegar mixture, rinse with cool water. Then use a generous amount of raw honey. She like slathers it through her hair, massage it through your completely wet hair, let it sit for a few minutes, and then rinse again. So she said, the more often you wash your hair with the baking soda and apple cider vinegar, the faster your hair will detox. If your main goal is to detox, you can wash your hair with these mixtures every day. How amazing, you know, what a great opportunity to detox your hair. And that is so cheap. Bentonite clay is not that expensive. Definitely the most expensive thing on here would be the honey, but it's not going to take very much honey to get all the way through your hair. And she did say that that's optional. She uses it for like extra glossy shine and it is so healing of course, and has great bacteria and everything like that. So then the bentonite clay hair mask to hasten the hair detox. The bentonite clay hair mask is not a part of a daily cleansing regimen, but it should be used at least once a week. I'm super excited because I have not done this scalp detox with the bentonite clay. So I'm super excited to try that. So that's going to be something new for me. 
She said bentonite clay is essentially absorbent ash. It draws the toxins and excess oils out of your hair and scalp. Does anybody remember reading about the Oregon Trail or anything back in the day when people would be poisoned and they'd have to like force charcoal between their, you know, gritted teeth or whatever? I was all into that kind of Oregon Trail stuff back in the day. So um, it was because when they got the charcoal into their gut, it would absorb toxins and they would basically throw it up. So, um, so um. The charcoal, the activated charcoal is not absorbent, it's adsorbent, which means that hey. <laughs> um, I word from mom. I had never heard it before. I was like, what? And she put, this is not a typo. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was too, because I was researching it about soap and the nasty ingredients with, with what people put in soap and why everybody wants to use activated charcoal for like their face and for their teeth and everything. And it can, uh, it can like basically it just grabs hold and grabs the stuff and it just sticks to its surface, but it can like make these things like it's this humongous number compared to its own surface thing that it can wow. attach to. It's crazy. I wish that I had the numbers that I had wrote. It was like four, five years ago, <laughs> but um, I've, I've always remember that because I remember being like, Am I writing this word wrong? Why does this keep coming up? With the, like, <laughs> so adsorbent and takes tons of tons of really awesome surficant molecules and clings onto them forever, like some. <laughs> Which is why Young Living has a charcoal so far. <laughs> Which you can actually. There is some DIYs. Mom posted a DIY and in infused oilers for taking the charcoal soap bar and basically making a big batch of soap out of it. You can take any Young Living soap bar, and Sabrina's done this too, and cube it up and make like a giant bowl of soap jello, basically. <laughs> and um, you can do that with the charcoal face bar, soap bar, and make, you could make actually a mask and put it in your hair with that if you wanted to. Okay, so to prepare the mask, you mix equal parts excuse me, parts bentonite clay and apple cider vinegar until it's about the consistency of mustard, like thick pasty. Then you'll cover your hair completely from roots to the ends with clay. You'll allow the mask to sit for 30 minutes, but avoid letting it dry completely. You want your hair to still be pliable in order to easily wash it out. I assume maybe if you were sitting in a hot bath, this would be a good time to do it because the steam would kind of still be around you. I would not want to be walking around the house with clay probably falling out of my hair everywhere. <clears throat> okay, so she says, <laughs> she says, essential oils and such. During the hair detox, it is very important to avoid using any conventional products. If you're worried about having shiny or fresh smelling hair, there is hope. Essential oils are helpful in replacing most conventional products. After conditioning your hair with the apple cider vinegar, you may notice the apple cider vinegar smell lingering in your wet health hair. Generally, the smell would dissipate in about a month as the detox process continues. I will say I've never noticed, I've done kombucha rinses and apple cider vinegar rinses, I've never noticed the smell remaining, even when I rinse with kombucha and don't rinse out. I don't know, but this could be different if your hair was still coated with surfactants from chemicals. So she said, generally the smell will dissipate in about a month as the detox process continues. Until then, you can use essential oils like lavender, jasmine, peppermint, or any of your favorite scents. My favorite for hair is equal parts rosemary, lavender, and cedarwood, and then put into 50-50 aloe and witch hazel, and make it as strong as you want. I use a bottle the size, which I think is, it's like eight, 
not 16, I'm not sure how big it is, but um, eight ounce probably, yeah, eight ounce spray bottle. And I use an entire bottle. Oh no, in the 16 ounce bottle, I use an entire 15 ml of lavender, rosemary, and cedarwood, and then did half, which is what half aloe. Yeah, Sabrina, I have it on accident too. I did, I was trying to, or I was like, oh, this is a good price for the 16 ounces. Yeah, it was a fantastic price, and there's a reason why. <laughs> Read the numbers, Andrea. <laughs> Look at your calendar. <laughs> so um, that's my favorite smell is the rosemary, lavender, and cedarwood. It kind of sounds like it would smell I literally, it, I don't know what it smells like. It's complete own perfume and, and I get so many compliments on it and I just spray it into my scalp and on the kids and then I brush the hair. Aloe's great for detangling. So there's two ways to apply essential oils. Before you get in the shower, you can mix essential oils directly into the apple cider vinegar mix when, and do the cleanse as directed. Or when you get out of the shower, you can apply a few drops of your favorite essential oil throughout your hair and then use a comb to distribute the oils evenly. But remember, use a wide tooth comb um, if you're combing wet hair. Yeah, Sabrina said, um, I would say the spray would be fine for kids. Yes, I would totally use it on kids. Um, I use it on all three of my kids and they're obsessed with it and they refuse to brush their hair if I don't have it because they don't want me to pull on the knots. <laughs> all right, so um, then she's talked about conditioning and moisturizing products. I love the Young Living hair and treatment. You could use coconut oil, you could use argan oil, I've used that in the past. Um, you could use, uh, she recommended, another a wheat germ oil of course you couldn't use that if you were completely gluten-free but I really like the Young Living it's one that comes in the dropper it's their hair something I can't remember what it's called but it has all these exotic Mira hair oil thank you <laughs> Sabrina <laughs> Sabrina slash encyclopedia but um it it's last freaking forever when did Young Living come out with that like two years ago or something like that two and a half years ago I am on my second bottle. I just started my second bottle a couple months ago. Like it, it lasts forever, but it has a like dropper top. So you take the dropper off and you put like three drops in your hand and like run it through the ends of your hair. Um, it's a good heat protectant if you want to flatten your hair, curl your hair. You really need like what time for that? Two tiny little drops to cover all of your hair. Seriously, don't yeah, make it does not take much. Put like a, a whole dropper in my hand. No. <laughs> yeah. I had to wash my hair. I was like, oh, that's so greasy. Dr. Booth has some amazing slides. You're like, hey, I'm doing a hair detox. This slide's so greasy. Dr. Book had an amazing slide of hair follicles at the end, kind of all ratchet looking. And then they put the mirror hair oil in and afterwards it was like all smoothed down. I have looked everywhere for those slides. I literally remember he showed it at a retreat I was at and at convention, I remember being like, Oh, I should take a picture. This. I'm like, I'll find them online later. That was such a, I've never found them online. No, and nobody seems to know what I'm talking about when I ask them for pictures. So if anybody has one, let me know. But the, it was so cool to see. And I would love to be able to show people that with the mirror hair oil, because it is an amazing value because it's going to last forever and you could not make it for the price you buy it for. I don't, I do not remember how much it costs, but I know because I've read all the ingredients. There's no way I could make that for cheaper. Okay. So, um, she has some other ideas on that blog post for hairstyling and things like that. Just know that, you know, maybe don't start the hair detox a week before your wedding or something like that. 
Okay, so that's a scalp detox. And then I'm actually going to also tell you guys there's this recipe I found when I was looking for my own scalp detox. It's uh, for how to remove, it's a clarifying scalp scalp scrub and how to remove scalp buildup which just sounds so lovely she says remove the buildup of hair products oil and dead skin cells and clear clogged hair follicles with a diy scalp scrub and detox for healthy shiny hair so i'm going to drop that link in the chat as well for you guys so you can save it to your desktop and then what i'm going to try and do is when i post this on vimeo i'm going to try and get any links that i use in the description on the video um you know do not count on me for technology like I always like to say, but you know, like maybe save the links for yourself just in case, because then I can get them from you later, like the sourdough I killed. <laughs> so scalp buildup, easy scalp scrub and detox. This is something you'd have to decide if you wanted to do it in, put it in the show notes. That's right, Sabrina. <laughs> oh my gosh. For anybody who's watching this later and does not see the comments popping up, this is going to be like, wow. <laughs> I always knew Andrew was this fast, but this is a new level. <laughs> like literally interrupting myself with really obnoxious things that I say. Okay, so coconut oil. Read them out loud to us. What? Why you always read them out loud so yeah. you don't like they're called nuts. Well, here's the thing: you guys should just start typing really off the wall things because I'll just read them halfway through without saying. And here's a comment from one of our. You know what? You also start to read it before you start to register in your head. So it could be something horrible. And yeah, you could say something really bad and I'd already be halfway through reading it from like, what did I just read? <laughs> yes, I have read stories to the kids at night and I get to the end and I'm like, I don't remember anything that I just read. Jacob, please narrate so I know what I just read. <laughs> okay, so coconut oil, sugar. So coconut oil as a moisturizer and hyd hydrator, hydration. Um, sugar will be the natural exfoliant. It's great for buffing away buildup, dandruff, and dead skin cells, boosting scalp circulation, of course, always stimulating, does that, unclogging follicles, apple cider vinegar, which we know is great for um, lifting impurities off <laughs> our scalp, um, honey, natural resource of nutrients, enzymes, vitamins for restoring your scalp, and then rosemary essential oil to encourage blood flow to the scalp and stimulate hair follicles with rosemary essential oil. In addition to balancing oil from the sebum glands and clearing clogged pores, I would guess you could probably use cypress oil instead of rosemary if you did not have rosemary, or maybe use the two of them together. Um, but I'm not 100% positive on what other properties rosemary has for the scalp as to why people use. I mean, maybe it is just a really fantastic, specifically has other properties. So. You know, I'm just saying if you're working on circulation, you could probably use cypress and maybe even peppermint, depending could on Could you use that. progressive plus? Progressive plus? Uh, I don't know that it's just for hair and nails and skin. Yeah, it's marketed as a um beauty product because that actually allows them to say a lot more uh about it. It's interesting. I um, Bronner and Dieter's video, she talks about why they specifically say this is a beauty product because it allows you to say that it improves the appearance of your skin and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't imagine that it would be bad. I think the, if, if it were labeled vitality, the most effective way to take progestins plus would be internally. My eyes it's, it's, to support healthy levels of progesterone in the body. Yeah. So 
that toward like throughout the cycle after you ovulate progest the progesterone levels rise and stay up and then right for a period the, the levels drop to signal to the uterus to shed whatever is in there whether that's yeah. lining, um <clears throat> or another thing um <laughs> so <laughs> um it's a really awesome way to keep those progesterone levels high if you don't want that to shed yeah, but basically, if you don't want to have the <laughs> problems. Um, okay, so how to make the clarifying scalp scrub. So you'll use two tablespoons of organic sugar, one tablespoon of coconut oil. I would say use the solid coconut oil, not MCT, because solid oil has lauric acid in it, and I know that that has lots of benefits for your skin. I suppose MCT would be better than nothing, but I do think I would use the solid coconut oil. Um, one teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, so you're gonna mash it until it makes kind of a scrub. Then add a teaspoon of honey, three drops of rosemary essential oil, blend it in. You could also add rosemary, cedarwood, cypress, or peppermint if you wanted any one of those ones. Um, but definitely the rosemary at least, or cypress. And then you'll apply one to two quarter size amounts of scalp scrub to your wet hair, and you're gonna massage it into your scalp in a circular motion. Just massage, massage, massage. And let it sit on your scalp for a couple minutes. It'd be a great time to take your detox or your ritual bath that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, you could put a shower cap on, or I got this super cool, a long time ago, it was like this dual pack at like Target or something like that with uh, like a twist towel thing for your hair and like a shower cap thing or whatever, I don't even know. But you could put your hair in that, um, or like the blob or whatever, Sabrina sent me that thing, like blob your hair. What was that thing? Like the plop? Was that what it was? Where you like plop your hair or something you like that? You take a t-shirt and you plop your hair down into the very bottom. A t-shirt? T-shirt. And the that bottom one goes here. You pull it here. Then you pull the front where the neck is back. And then the, the short sleeves, you bring around and you tie it. So it makes your hair have that curly effect later. Okay. So you could probably plop your hair while the scalp detox was in it. You really could do that. I mean, it, it's a nice way to keep, it's not like a towel that's going to like slip off. It's tight. Yeah. So that would be able to keep any of the stuff that you're putting a treatment on your hair in and then you just wash the t-shirt. Maybe it's a yeah. t-shirt you use or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now for rinsing it out, I really like, if you look on Amazon or go to Sally's or whatever, those kind of stores, they have, they're just a couple bucks, but they're like a scalp scrubber, but it like looks kind of like a curry comb for a horse, but it's plastic and has big, like, curries. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Teeth. <laughs> and you can massage your scalp with it. Um, Andrine, who's one of our oily hairdressers, introduced me to that. And it's nice for a scalp massage. So you could use that when getting the scalp detox out. Of course, there's lots of other hair masks you can do, egg yolks and things like that, whatever. I've never done that, but you can. But this is all about detoxing your scalp. So, so that's a clarifying scalp scrub for removing scalp buildup. Maybe a good place to start and then do the baking soda, apple cider, alternating rinses after that. Okay, so the last section I want to talk about is ritual baths and detox baths. Ritual baths, there's a Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you can follow Mama Medicine or you can go to mamamedicine.com. You can pre-order her book, Ritual Baths. Um, it's mamamedicine.com slash 
shop slash ritual dash baths. <laughs> to look good to make sure I had it right. And you can look at, I'm going to, of course, ask if I can get a review copy. And if I can't, I'm obviously going to buy one. But she has her recipes for, they're all these plants and kind of things that she uses to make baths with different purposes. So maybe you want to do this, maybe you want to do that. And she, you know, she, if you go to her Instagram though, she has tons of them just in posts. So just a post that tells exactly how to do it. She gives away so much knowledge for free. Of course, I just want the book because we all know we're all going to get deleted off of Instagram one day since we're not cool enough to stick to the script. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> it's nice to have book forms of things, but mama medicine is a great place to look for ritual baths. And she does say that if you're not able to do a full body bath is better to do a hello, Caden foot bath than no bath at all. What's the, is that a wilted balloon? <laughs> okay. Game that like you pull the thing and, and it starts to blow it up and I'm not really sure. We just got it today. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> you don't know what's happening. It's I don't know yet. I'm like, I just saw them open and I went, <laughs> okay, I'll talk about that later, but I'm busy. <laughs> I was getting ready for this. <laughs> okay, so detox baths. This is one of the very first things I learned about from the Healthy Home Economist. It was one of the very first things I started doing on kind of this trek into the world of health. And it's funny to look back and be like, oh, I was taking a detox bath and then like getting up and showering and parabens but you know <laughs> we all start somewhere right I mean um the future me is gonna look back and be like oh, I was taking a bath in unfiltered steady water full of chlorine and fluoride I was literally just soaking in chlorine so like future me will always just judge past me but <laughs> current me is just trying to do the best I can so here's the detox baths principle that I learned from her 45 minutes a detox bath is at least 45 minutes. This is different than a ritual bath, although ritual baths probably will detox you to some degree. But a detox bath is different from a ritual bath. It's very intense. You cannot do it every single day. Ritual baths, she, <laughs> this gal, like, I can't imagine going a day without one of my ritual baths. Okay, I'm not there yet, but <laughs> maybe one day. But detox baths, you do not want to do more than two to three at the most per week. If you're losing weight, like I'm on this like weight loss mission right now, now that Adelaide has stopped nursing. BT does is going all right, but um, I'm <laughs> I am doing detox baths. Becky's like <laughs> I'm doing the detox baths, and I should be doing them more often. But you know, it's sort of hard sometimes. Like I, <laughs> if you were on Instagram and saw my last detox baths, I was like the kids came in 463 times. The girls like dumped baking soda all over the floor. I think it was still there at the last party we had the oh, sweetheart thing. I told Jacob to vacuum it up, and then I went in there at the end. And I was like, wow, baking soda everywhere. So, <laughs> so um, it, it it was very stressful. People were like crying and they had questions and they were complaining and they're fighting. And I was like, oh no, bud. So, anyways, <laughs> I guess I'm not as arrived as Mama Medicine, but detox baths, 45 minutes. So here's the basic structure: you start the bath as absolutely hot as you can tolerate. I told Gary the other day, wow, you know, your detox bath is really hot when you sink into the bath up to your chin and your glasses fog up so much you can't see. You go to take them off and you realize you don't have glasses on. It's just that foggy. 
I was like, wow, this is really hot. I was probably cooking like a lobster. Um, it is actually really hot. So you get it as hot as you can tolerate and you sit in the bath for 45 minutes. You do not add warm water. So for me, it took a while to build up to this. I'll just say it took a while to build up to that stamina. <laughs> doing them again now i haven't done them for a long time so now starting them again i am not at 45 minutes i'll tell you that right now it's pretty intense um what i have done before which i haven't done during these ones just because the kids and everything is i like put the laptop on top of the toilet and turn on an episode of something that's 45 minutes long because then i'm like <laughs> if i can just make it to the end of this episode then i know it's been 45 minutes oh my gosh will they find the killer i just wanted to be over so <laughs> I just can't, right? So it's 45 minutes. You get in as hot as possible. Like we're talking as hot as you can tolerate. You're like gritting your teeth and stay as deep as you can get. And then you have to wait while the water cools. So you cannot add hot water. You cannot add cold water. You have to let it cool slowly over the span of 45 minutes. The logic here that was presented to me by the Healthy Home Economist is that the heat this is, I think like Chinese medicine or something like that, but the heat shocks the toxins towards the surface of your skin. And then as it cools, slowly draws them out. That's why you can't keep heating it. If you're doing a detox bath, obviously if you're just like soaking in a bath with some oils or like crystals or whatever, like you can heat it up as many times as you want. Um, there's kind of three primary ones, um, Epsom salt. So magnesium, which would be, um, inputting benefits, baking soda, which would be pulling out toxins. <laughs> Frank says my basket peels skin. He doesn't bathe with me much anymore. <laughs> okay. That was a comment I was reading. <laughs> I was reading a comment. Just so people know. <laughs> I can't even handle this anymore. Becky said that. Okay. That was Becky. Your husband's name is Frank. I do not take baths with Frank. <laughs> Are you listening, Gary? Do you hear what your wife just said? Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Sabrina said, read, do live steps, tasks, listen to podcasts. Here's the thing I have found. My brain shuts off when I'm in a detox bath. Like I, I'm like, I always, every time I get in, I'm like, I'm going to read the sourdough book or, or I'm going to, and I'm just like, I can't, how long has it been? <laughs> like, I can't. So I just got to get back up to that point, which I'm sure if I practice, if I really schedule it in two to three times. Um, my problem is that I, I get in there and then I'm instantly like, oh my gosh, I have this really amazing idea and I have this idea and I have this idea and then I can't go do any of it because I'm stuck there and I'm like, ah. That's where you just turn on a voice recorder that runs the whole time, right? And you're like laying in the back like, and then all the devils will make a Facebook account. Like, <laughs> Sabrina's bathing thoughts. <laughs> hey, I listen to that podcast. No lie. I should make a an Instagram stories line just for that. <laughs> Instagram highlights me in the bath. Why is this my most popular one? <laughs> okay, so then apple cider vinegar, which is another one pulling out like uric acid and stuff like that. And then you could do sea salt mixed in with baking soda. So here's the thing that's important is not to mix a bath that pulls toxins with a bath that inputs good. You don't want to combine the two. That's not good. So you want to alternate them. So maybe do like baking soda one night and skip a night, then do um, Epsom salt. You don't want to... <laughs> 
<laughs> Becky, does he stick his elbow in like we're supposed to do for babies? Of course. <laughs> okay, if you are wondering what Becky's saying in the chat, then you're just missing out by not being on the live. <laughs> Becky says, yeah. <laughs> okay, you had to be here. So, um, uh, if you soak in a bath for a long time, you probably notice that like, if you go like this, your skin just like peels off of your body. Well, as Becky said, peels skin. So what you can do, not everybody wants to do this, but you could start dry brushing before. We get our brushes from mm, these people on Instagram. I'm going to, I'll, I'll try to pull it up while we're talking so you guys can see, but they're like all wood, natural, whatever, whatever, not like bad for the environment or whatever. Um, so let me see if I can pull it up, but you could try dry brushing before. Not everybody loves doing that. <laughs> of course, I just pulled up my Instagram and homemade mommy. She's one of the RCDs in Young Living. She said, every woman's dream is that a man will take her in his arms, throw her into bed and clean the house while she sleeps. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> she not wrong. <laughs> Uh, I actually cleans the house while I lay and read a sourdough recipe book. Okay. So you can do dry brushing before. Um, some people dry brush with essential oils. That's really up to you, whatever you want to do. I have not tried that, but I did post a recipe for it that one of my, um, crossline golds posted in infused boilers. Okay. So the healthy home economist, I, I went actually back and found her, blog post. Tell me I saved it. Where'd it go? I found her blog post about detox baths. The one that really got me started. Okay. Detox baths, healthy home economist. Let me see if I can find the link real quick. There it is. Which are best and for what ailments? So this is what I have found. You take this super hot bath, 45 minutes, you're in there frying your butt off and then you slowly cools off to the point where you're like, I'm now I'm freezing. You get out, um, let me find her blog post. Detox bathing recipes and suggestions. Here it is. Why, what is a detox bath? The Japanese in particular greatly value cleansing detox baths so much that public baths remain popular even today. The Japanese favor using water as hot as a person can possibly stand with a special type of cloth used to exfoliate and there, thereby encourage detoxification via the body's largest organ, the skin. We do liver cleanses, we do kidney cleanses, we do gut cleanses. Of course, we need to be doing gigantic skin cleanses. Remember, I think I said earlier in the video, 70% of your body's detoxing happens through your skin. So, you know, if you can't do a digestive cleanse, do the body cleanse. All right, let me go back to her post. Oh, she says, oh, sorry, 65% of body cleansing is achieved by the skin. Can I just say not too bad for remembering that blog post from 10 years ago? <laughs> All right, that's from nutritional pioneer, Dr. Hazel Parcells. In America, bathing is viewed more for relaxation than detoxification as a general rule. The focus on bathing enjoyment can be observed at bed and bath stores where a plethora of artificially scented hormone disrupting bubble bath concoctions are creatively displayed and are bestsellers year round. I would venture to suggest, she says, that health cannot easily be maintained over the long term without the regular incorporation of detox baths. If traditional cultures valued therapeutic cleansing baths 
back when our world was pristine with clean water, air, and unprocessed additive-free food, one can only imagine how important a gentle and regular detoxification bathing protocol is today, given our toxic soup world with chemicals and other biologically disrupting agents nearly everywhere. Of course, this is another way to get the most out of the nutrient-dense food you're eating and the oils you're putting on your skin because the less crap that's in your body, the better you utilize and absorb those beneficial things. How often should you take a detox bath? Well, first, how to take the bath. Hot as possible because this initially draws toxins to the surface of the skin as described in the book, the pioneer nutritionist, Dr. Hazel Parcells in her own word. Then the toxins are pulled into the water via the principle of osmosis. The weak energy from the cooling water draws a strong energy from the body heated up initially by the very hot water. So how often should you take a detox, detox bath? Two to three times per week with only one per day maximum works well for most people. This works to keep the elimination channels open and gently encourages the detoxification process on a regular basis. And then she says you may want to try dry brushing before your next therapeutic bath. Number one, baking soda baths. This is one this, this is one I do probably the most frequently because I have baking soda all the time. Four cups of aluminum-free baking soda in a regular sized tub full of hot water, as hot as you can tolerate. Um, if you are just dumping it right in the tub, be where it can make the bottom of your tub a little bit slick. <laughs> so maybe stir it around or whatever. And then use more if your tub is oversized. Stay in the bath until it's cooled, which takes about 45 minutes. Do not rinse after the bath. Simply towel dry. This bath is beneficial for exposure to irradiated foods, swollen glands, sore throat, including strep throat or soreness of the gums and mouth, beneficial for those with digestive impairments, such as the inability to hold food in the stomach comfortably. And you, it is astonishing. Beryl and I, I texted Beryl after I took my first, you know, new detox bath again a couple weeks ago. I texted Beryl and I was like, I just took a detox bath. So of course I thought of you because we learned about them together and we're doing them not together, but like I would watch Jacob and um, Jeremiah while she took her detox bath and then we'd switch off and she'd watch the boys while I took my detox bath and we would drink hot ginger tea beforehand. And it, it really exhausts you and knocks you out. So we usually had to like alternate days. We couldn't do it the same day because after you get up, you cannot watch two little boys. So the Epsom salt for detoxing, super affordable. Dissolve two cups of Epsom salts in a regular size bath. Use more if it's a bigger tub. Soak for at least 12 minutes and up to 20 to 30 minutes. Rinse and towel dry. So magnesium, sulfate that's epsom these are hard to absorb through our food so soaking in them is a great way to get those inputs into your body so this epsom salts is also something she recommends for detoxifying um, drugs that are in the body after surgery can be used to for general health maintenance or to alleviate discomfort of bruising and sprains of course it's great after sports you can make uh homemade bath bombs for kids and look for epsom salts that are certified usp not agricultural grade, certified USP, because the grade of course matters. Then sea salt and baking soda detox baths, uh, one pound of sea salt or rock salt, one pound of baking soda in a regular size tub, 45 minutes. If the bath is too hot, add some cold water. If this is the only way you can manage to stay in for at least 30 minutes, do not ever add more hot water after entering the bath, however, because this is detoxing bath. Um, do not rinse or shower after, just simply towel dry. 
Um, it's going to make you more tired, so do it in the evening if possible. This is therapeutic for exposure to environmental radiation, x-rays, plane flights, airport screenings by TSA. I wonder if also 5G. <laughs> I don't know. But um, <laughs> I remember Beryl taking the bath. You get out, you wrap up in the towel, and you begin to sweat. Like You get drenched in sweat. And she sat down on the couch and blacked out, like just passed out. So then I did my bath the next day and I just like laid down and passed out, like wrapped up in the towel. So then we told our, our friend about it, Sonia. So she took the bath and she like laid down on the couch, passed out. And she said her boyfriend actually was like putting his hand in front of her face. Cause he's like, I think she's dead. <laughs> like, cause she was that out and she, you know, lights were on, people walking around. She was just like, so it can make you really tired. That's why I don't like doing it when the kids are running around. I like to do it after they get into bed. But it's, you know, hopefully they would stay in bed is the problem. But <laughs> they hear the bastard on, they're like, well, bath, that sounds like fun. <laughs> okay, apple cider vinegar detox bath. Two cups of store-bought or home, homemade apple cider vinegar to a regular bath, 45 minutes, towel dry, and do not shower for eight hours afterwards. So this is a detoxifier, really good for muscle aches and pains from working out. It's the best, de best detox bath for those with candida issues that affect the skin as it returns the skin to an optimal, slightly acidic pH, which is really hard for candida to live in that. An ACV bath draws the excess uric acid out of the body. This um, is created when the body breaks down substances called purines in foods and drinks. Most uric acid is eliminated by the kidneys in the urine, but people like with gout um, have problems with that. ACV cleansing bath can provide welcome relief for those with joint problems, arthritis, gout, bursitis, tendonitis. Also very helpful for those with excessive body odor problems. As you guys remember, it was also in our armpit detox and in the scalp detox. You can use any type of, um, vinegar if you don't have apple cider vinegar on hand, but, um, like most white distilled vinegar, like the one at Costco, which I always bought is made from GMO corn and probably has glyphosate residue, which obviously we don't want in our detox bath. Okay, hydrogen peroxide bath is not a detox bath, but you can add some hydrogen peroxide for beneficial um, benefits, healing skin ulcers, other infections of the skin. Um, fever bath benefits, so another therapeutic bath to hasten detoxification by raising your body temperature by a couple degrees is the fever bath. So it's kind of like an infrared sauna, which if you don't have one <laughs> in your house, I don't. Um, it stimulates the immune system, encourages sweating. And if a fever bath is too much to handle, she suggests a ginger bath with lukewarm water because that will make you sweat. So that was actually why Beryl and I were drinking ginger tea. We would take like tons of powdered ginger and put it in a cup of hot water. It's so disgusting. I cannot describe to you. And we would just chug it right before we got into the bath. And I think that really contributed to our insane sweating because ginger makes you sweat. I don't know why. I actually have no idea why, but I'll just tell you that it does. So you can put it in the bath too. Um, do not mix ingredients. Um, be sure to do only one bathing formula per day. Do not mix ingredients from different recipes for detox baths because one ingredient may compete with the other. So pushing nutrients in with Epsom salt and pulling toxins out with a vinegar bath is acid versus alkaline. It's not going to, neither of them is going to work as well as you want. The only exception she says is sea salt and baking soda. They're both alkaline, so you can put them together. Um, and then she says, if you don't have a bathtub, do it in a foot bath. Okay.
wait, I want to add something. Boom. <laughs> um, go back to the bentonite clay. So the Speak Up Buttercup book, she talks about detox baths and she speaks about bentonite clay baths. And she, I love how she says this, that this clay has an ionic charge and it binds itself to heavy metals and pulls the metals out. What? And she said that you might want to start with about a fourth of a cup and mix it ahead in a small glass to pour in so it like dissolves out better. Kind of like how you don't pour flour in your boiling soup. <laughs> Just thinking it up. <laughs> um, but to be alarmed, or to not to be alarmed, but to be prepared that when you get done with this bath, you might find lots of black gunk in the bottom because it's pulling the stuff out of you, which is awesome and what you want, but don't be like freaked out if you're like, why is it all black? Because it's pulling shit out of you. Sorry. <laughs> Damn, we almost ran through the whole call, Sabrina. <laughs> Listen. I just, I can't, I can't do it. can't do it. I, Hannah had, it was a heroic effort on behalf of all. <laughs> Hannah had this post today and she was like, I can't get through a conversation without swearing. Okay, let's be honest. I don't even try. And I'm like, yeah. She did. Yeah. I gotta go see that. <laughs> <laughs> it came out. I can't. Oh, that's so hilarious. Well, no, no, that's amazing. I did not know that about bentonite clay that it could help with the heavy metals. So this is definitely something to look at. These surface detoxes would be beneficial if you were going through, like, um, um, trying to increase your methylation, getting rid of, like, dealing with MTHFR gene mutation problems or had vaccines as a child or whatever, trying to get the heavy metals out of your body or if you ever had like those tooth implants. So what you're saying is that most of us should use it. Yeah. (laughs) And okay, let's be honest, if there's any of that stuff, if you're exposed to any of it in the air, then maybe you should do it anyways. Absolutely. Well, it's like she said, even if, you know, the, like the Romans and everybody with their baths and everything like that was so into it and there was really not any contamination that they were still needing to cleanse their bodies like can you even imagine now like how bad it is so yeah so there we go can you elaborate on the one at the acd detox bath can you elaborate on that a little bit more because my husband works in a submarine is constantly uh involved uh involved with uh radiation and all that good stuff yeah i totally love to elaborate on that so you want me to, oh, and I just realized that text I got from Annie meant that the phone person is her. I get it now, Annie. I'm putting it all together. Okay. So let me go back to the post. So you wanted to know about how to do the ACV bath or just give you the recipe one more time? Two cups of store-bought. I didn't hear the recipe at all. Oh, okay. So two cups of store-bought or homemade apple cider vinegar in a regular tub, tub with as hot as possible water and stay in the bath for 45 minutes while it cools, towel dry, and do not shower for at least eight hours. So that's... Um, so it's just vinegar? That one was... Yeah, that one's really good for uric acid. The one that she was talking about for um, exposure to radiation was the sea salt and baking soda detox bath. So one pound of sea salt or rock salt and one pound of baking soda. So quite a lot. Um, As hot as you can stand, again, stay in for 45 minutes. If it's too hot, add some cold water if it's the only way you can stay in for 30 minutes. So what I've done before, what I've been doing lately is I get to like 15, 20 minutes and I'm like, I can't take this. And I just add some cold water because I know it's better to add cold at least 
I mean, maybe I'm shortchanging myself a little bit, but just speeding it up, you know, at least it's not making it worse. So if he can just do 30 minutes, that's fine too. Um, do not rinse or shower, but just towel dry. The bath will make you tired. I will testify it is exhausting. <laughs> like he will pass out. So towel dry afterwards and then just go to bed. So it's a good one to do at night if, if he works days. All right. We got it. We done it. We did it. Thank you everybody for tuning in to our amazing surface detoxes. I hope it was helpful and I'm glad I'm cracking Frank up. Becky. <laughs>